birthday. First, my luck, I have the pure heart everyone wants. Then, Kaori Knight takes my brooch and I can't become Sailor Moon. Think that's bad? The enemy knows my true identity. And worst of all, Darian's become a glass sculpture. Tell me, do you think it's fair all this happens on my birthday? What should I do? Moon Podcast Escalation! everyone, my name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime and talk about just why it is that we love it so much. And we got a real good one. <laughs> we have, I would say, one of the best moments in the series so far is going to be happening in this week's episode. We are going to be watching... Episode 102, The Stolen Pure Heart, Usagi's Crisis, uh, originally broadcast on July 16th, 1994. That's what we're up to today. Why do you mention the original date? Well, I, here, here's what I did, Jordan. Uh, the I mentioned this before, but Viz was nice enough to send over the Sailor Moon S oh. uh, DVD box set. And it came in a slipcase with a little information book. And it's got an episode guide that has the original Japanese air dates. Nice. It's got profiles of the characters. It's got the lyrics to the songs. And I've been flipping through it because I needed... Uh, I'm at the end of the the DVD. Mm -hmm. uh, the DVD only goes up through 102. And I didn't want to go get the next disc to figure out what the next episode title was for the end of the show. So I just grabbed the book because I'm very lazy, but in a very circuitous way. And one of the things that I got while flipping through it was I was reading through the character profiles of all the Sailor Senshi and Minako's profile lists her likes as cute boys and volleyball. And I think we've seen that on the yes. show so far. Yes. It lists her dislikes as her mother and police officers. I remember that her mother. Yes. That was a weird one. Yeah. Moms and cops. That's what uh, that's what Minako doesn't like. But yeah, that's the episode that we're going to be watching. And to help us out with that, we've invited back a very special friend. We have Catherine Walsh back on the show. Catherine, how are you? I'm great. Thank you. How are you? Uh, sleepy. I'm very sleepy. I'm almost always sleepy when we do this show. I am sleepy as well. And from the, uh, the nice little break we had, or week break, I was able yes. to find <gasps> a battery. <laughs> Yes. If we would like to to hear. Although it's not as charming as I thought it was. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, and it's really loud, so. Let's hear it. Wanna... All right, yeah, I, we should absolutely hear it. If anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, uh, you mentioned in last week's episode that you own a bootleg Sailor Moon clock. Correct. And that is what we are about to hear. Good morning. Good morning. Oh my gosh. 
That's enough. That's enough. We're done. Wow, it keeps going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I feel very awake. Yeah. <laughs> Good. How apropos. So imagine every morning. <laughs> so, Catherine, have there been any Sailor Moon developments in your life recently that you want to talk about on the show? Um. Oh, actually, yes. There is a Sailor Moon kind of like convention that's happening in the summertime in Toronto, and I'm tabling at it. So I'll have some Sailor Moon art available for purchase there if you're in the look, the area. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, and for Christmas, um, a lovely friend of mine sent me, it's like a Sailor Moon like pin, uh, but it's like Rini. But instead of her face, it just says brat in sparkly pink letters. <laughs> It is fantastic, and I have good. no idea what to put it on, but it's beside me, and I am so excited about it. You should absolutely have uh, prints of the Negaverse 1992 prom photo. <laughs> Maybe I'll upgrade it. Yeah, I, I think it's amazing. I, I I would love to see a whole series of Negaverse prom <laughs> photos, to be honest, but oh I don't. Gosh. I'm not sure what the others would be. Would it be? Would it be Jedi and uh, and Tetis? Would it be uh uh? I, oh God! It would it would have to be Nephrite and Molly, right? But I feel like Jedi would be like be like fawning over Barrel. Barrel's in the limelight, oh, and Jedi's like off to the side. I don't know. It just always seemed like he was re- trying real hard to impress her. I think you are probably right. Barrel's got to be the prom queen, right? She's prom queen Barrel. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. There you go. Good point. Would it be Prince Darian as prom king? Evil uh, Prince Endymion. Endymion, I'm sorry. <laughs> he changes his name to date her. His alter ego. Well, Catherine, if people want to hear more about your history with Sailor Moon, uh, they should definitely check out last week's episode. But I think we should just probably move on. Do we have any Sailor Business business, Jordan? No, let's get right to it. I, well, I guess, I guess we should say uh, I should be back from the cruise by now. So the next couple of episodes that you hear are probably going to be the live episode from the cruise where we go back to episode 12 and uh, then the Sailor Moon R movie episode that I think we're going to do as a commentary track. Did we decide on that? No, we'll talk about it. Let's let's watch the movie first. Let's watch the movie. We'll figure it out. When you hear this, we have already watched the movie. And so we know what exactly what is going on. But we are specters from the past. So we don't know it all. All right. So let's get right into episode 102 of Sailor Moon S. Jordan, this episode is called... Yes? Stolen Pure Heart, Usagi's Crisis. And well, I bet... I'm I never going to guess. guess. Nope, I'm never going to guess. It's, it's not going to happen. You don't think I'm going to I will get literally it? swallow I... glass if you get it. <laughs> wow. Why? <laughs> Why? I converted her to the, to the, to the fandom of glass eating. Ugh. <laughs> There should not be a glass-eating fandom. I don't know. Um, Chris, why don't you give it a shot? It's a one in a million chance you'll get it. Okay, well, let's see here. Uh, They usually like to have, like, alliterative titles. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. They usually don't have a lot to do with the Japanese titles. And also, Mm -hmm, the last mm -hmm. episode was called Birthday Blues Part 1. So Mm -hmm, I'm going to guess, out of left field, this one's called Birthday Blues Part 2. No. What? 
No, it is. Of course it is. Of course it is. Incredible. Well done. And now Catherine will eat glass live on the podcast. No, no, that's not right going to happen. What's going to happen? Let me get my glass shoe collection over here. We're going to have a nice time talking about this cartoon we all like. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, but it has a lot of glass people in it, so we're going to keep talking about eating glass. It has one. It has it one counts. glass person in it. That's all you need. I mean, you saw he was like in a glass window. Yeah. Like half glass. Tuxedo mask is right now glass. That's three people. Yeah, he's stuck in glass. He's got to eat hey, his yeah. way out. Hey, question. <laughs> How is tuxedo mask not dead at this That's point? That's a great question. <laughs> it's a very good question. Honestly, every episode, really. How is he not dead? Oh. <laughs> there's, no, there's no air holes in there. Maybe all of his body has been converted to glass. No, that still doesn't make sense. Yeah. So this is picking up directly where we left off with uh, last week's episode. Well, good. If it didn't, we'd be disappointed. <laughs> Would be very weird if it didn't. But just to remind everybody, uh, Kaola Knight has Usagi's transformation brooch, so Usagi can't transform into Sailor Moon. There's a monster named Senacienta, uh, who is made of... She's a daemon made from a uh, glass slipper. Uh, Tuxedo Mask is encased in glass, and Usagi is now trapped in a uh, parking garage, facing off against these two villains. But there are two Sailor Scouts there. Uh, well, yes. There's Neptune, and there's Uranus. The problem is, they will not intervene... Because they need Usagi's pure heart. Also, the other scouts are on the way. I mean, I know that kind of that kind of cuts the uh, the tension a little bit. Yeah, but I'm we trying, do know I'm that they're to on build the way. Some tension here. <laughs> trying to do we a do thing, know for no, a fact. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. Ruin the show. <laughs> Ruin the show, please. We saw them get a phone call. I mean, a wrist call, mm-hmm, saying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. "Hi, I'm Luna. I'm an asshole, but go save Usagi." <laughs> nice. Uh, oh, yeah, that's the other thing I want to mention. And I want, like, we were watching this episode. We get to the part, spoiler warning, everybody. We get to the part where Usagi has her pure heart ripped out of her body. And Aiden just looks over sure. at me and goes, it's still her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is still her birthday. From Everything yesterday. is happening on Usagi's 15th birthday right now. Just heads up for everybody. Maybe what they didn't tell us was that every time they pulled out somebody's heart, it was on their birthday. Oh, man. Maybe that's when your heart is at its purest. Yeah. Yeah. Catherine, any any thoughts? I was going to go for that, uh, but you beat me to it. The purest on your birthday. Oh. Apologies. Uh, so, yes. Usagi's trapped in the parking garage. And then what happens, Jordan? You, you want to tell everybody what happens. Go ahead and tell them what happens. <laughs> the scouts show up, as promised in the previous episode. The Sailor Guardians are here. Uh, yeah. And Kaelinite decides that she should probably just bail on this whole thing. So she and Senesienta yeah, uh, and the glass-encased tuxedo mask leave. But I don't know why she leaves. I mean, yes, no. she's outnumbered, but also she knows that like 100% of the daemons that, she has, that have been destroyed have been destroyed by Sailor Moon, right? Yes. It's been 100 episodes in, and how many Tokyo Tower fights have we had? Not enough. Zero. I'm, all, yeah. I'm, I'm ready for it again. Let's do it. See, honestly, the part I don't get is what does she, what's better about fighting on Tokyo Tower other than that it's cooler? <laughs> like, what advantage does she get? The anime trope. Obviously, everything is better on the Tokyo Tower. No one's ever there. They're going to be like, it's going to be a trap. But it's not really. It's exactly as much of a trap as this is. I want you, Jordan, 
yes. to look at Kaolinite and tell me what about her makes you think that she is not mega into drama. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's her, it's her exposed chest that, that makes me think that. Um, anyway, did you know Tokyo Tower? That is where the scouts will die, according to Kelly Knight. Yes. Yes. It's, it's, it's point D. <laughs> no, it's Tokyo Tower. Come on. So then they fade away, and uh, Usagi's bummed. Yeah, because Usagi has lost her. She's lost her boyfriend. She's lost her transformation brooch. These other four girls have eaten her birthday cake. <laughs> yep. They've eaten her birthday cake. And then uh, they spot the other two scouts running away and are like, those fucking bastards were here the whole yeah, time. Those assholes were, could, have, could have intervened and saved Mamoru and his weirdly odd-sized hat. But they did not. Yep. So then Amy says, this is going to be a trap. You can't transform. We need a plan. And Yusagi's like, I got your plan right here. I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yusagi, so impulsive. My first note here is Haruka is a babe, and so I'm just waiting for when that happens. Well, I mean, that's like, pretty much a, that's an eternal <laughs> note, I think. I know, but like, I just disregarded this entire emotional scene of her, just the turmoil of her boyfriend getting taken away. Oh, here it is. Never mind. Yeah. I found it. So Usagi runs outside, <laughs> and just after, just after those mysterious two sailor scouts have left, who should pull up but Haruka and Michiru uh, doing their signature, hey, get into the car. Actually, she asks for a ride. Yeah. The tables have turned. Yeah, but it's not like Haruka and Michiru don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Just a second of concern before they let her in the car. I didn't even think about the fact that they are literally like, they heard them say, go to Tokyo Tower. And they're like, want to ride to Tokyo Tower? Just wondering. <laughs> That's where we're headed. Yeah, we're just, I mean, we're just headed to that giant building that is directly in front of us right now. <laughs> so they speed off into the night, leaving all of the scouts behind. Now, this shouldn't be a problem because scouts have super running powers. But and, well, and they can fly and they can teleport. <laughs> and they can fly sometimes. Well, they need all five to teleport. Mm, that is true. So she's like, did you make up with your boyfriend? And she's like, yeah. And then and then Monsieur looks sad about it. Yeah, but he's glass now. So <laughs> <laughs> then they have the most fucked up conversation okay. of the series. But this conversation makes no fucking sense in the English dub. Like, I want you to, like, go back. Like, I was watching this, I was like, I have no idea what's going on. And at least when I watched it in Japanese, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, in the deep dub? Yeah. Or the Cloverway. Yeah, the deep dub. Or the Cloverway. And it's just like, it's, like, bonkers. Like, I have no idea what they're talking about. Well, let's tell people first the Japanese version. (laughs) The Japanese version is <laughs> that they go, um, so, uh, Yusagi, you know how, like, everybody's willing to fuck over everyone else for their own good at all times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like basically, if anybody can get ahead in any way, they'll be like, I'll just fucking let that other person die. That's just kind of how the world is. And Yusagi's like, no, it isn't. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. <laughs> Uh, it was it's like a f- the most fucked up. Co- she literally starts it by saying, 
people always sacrifice others to survive. Yeah. So the conversation they have is, hey, like, you know, sacrifice it like people sacrificing like everyone has how everyone has to survive to sacrifice someone else. Like, that's legit. Right. Like, that's 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 what you got to do sometimes. And it's clearly Haruka and, and Michiru, but Haruka specifically trying to talk Usagi into being OK with Haruka sacrificing her life, which is. Yeah. Like, which is an interesting little turn for Haruka because she's been such a jerk and so cold for the, the whole series so far. But she like we've gotten to the point where she's like, I can only do this if she understands why I'm doing it. And that's a really interesting turn, I thought, for her that she wants like she like she wants Usagi to understand that it's that it's not personal, you know, that it's a thing that has to be done, I guess. It's not personal, it's business. Yeah. Also, that license plate, 420, just throwing it out there. Do, do they really? I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah. So what do they say in the dub? What 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 does they I say that's so confusing? It's just like, I think it's, they're trying to avoid, I think the English dub is trying to avoid really talking about, like, death, like, dying. Whereas in the Japanese version, they're like, yeah, so, you know, like, how people step on. I don't know. It was just so, it just didn't make any sense to the situation it seemed really forced where this one is like it makes sense and they're like talking about the process of kind of like what they're going through to sure. something i don't know it was just i just remember watching it and just being like what what weird uh i think it's worth mentioning i i always watch the the viz dub audio with the the new subtitles and one thing that's interesting to me is that uh in in the subtitles haruka goes into like a metaphor about trampling on other people to get ahead and in the dub, they stick with sacrifice. They, they, they make sure to, like, hit it really strong so that we, we know what's happening when, when this uh, line comes back later. But yeah, Usagi uh, goes, yeah, I don't think that's true. <laughs> Usagi goes, what, like, in a very Usagi response, what if we all work together, though? Like, then we wouldn't have to sacrifice anybody. We could just all work together and be friends. I, I like that contrast between what Haruka thinks she has to do and the simplicity of, of being Usagi and, and kind of always knowing the right thing. You know, I, I think that's a really cool contrast. I mean, yeah, I have a sneaking suspicion Usagi might be right about this. I think that might be the case. What with her name being the title of the show? <laughs> hey, sometimes Sailor Moon is wrong, right? I'm sure yeah. there's a time once or twice. And the thing she says is, yeah, okay, if you can come to terms with sacrificing someone to get ahead, that's one thing. What about the people that you're sacrificing? They might not be okay with that. So then one of the, the, the big head slapper moments of the episode happens. They pull up to Tokyo Tower and she gets out and Haruka goes... You sure this is the place? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's the big red tower. I'm pretty confident. <laughs> Tokyo Tower, pretty straightforward. Yep. Usagi uh, obviously goes inside. Because it's an episode that focuses on her and Mimaru, there's an elevator. <laughs> <laughs> that is a weird pattern. <laughs> they get a lot done in elevators in this show. <laughs> yes. That's their whole romance. Takes place in elevators. I like when Haruka punches the car again. Yeah. Babe note. Because, <laughs> again, when they get there and Usagi leaves, that's when Michiru is like, hey, yeah, d are, are you okay with it? Like, she didn't seem okay with it. Are you okay with killing her? 
And the, <laughs> How many times have you broke that topic? <laughs> but I really like this because it's so clear that like Haruka, like this episode really gets to why she's been so cold and why she's been such a jerk. Cause she like, she's very clearly feeling all these emotions and burying them. Cause she has a mission and I like, it really recontextualizes her and it makes me like Haruka even more, you know? Well, I certainly like her more when she's having some conflicts than when she was just walking around willing to let everyone die all the time. No problem. Just getting off and bringing girls to their death. <laughs> yeah, she was definitely going to kill Makoto. Mm-hmm. The scouts show up. Oh, and the cats are there now, too, by the way. Just standing around. No, they brought important things to Sailor Venus. Oh, did they show up earlier? Oh, no, no, no. But Oh, just now? Yeah, just now. Right, because they're like, hold on, Sailor Venus, yeah, we got to talk about uh, the, you know, the thing with the thing, where you're going to do that thing. And she's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the elevator gets to the top, and Usagi gets out. And uh, Tuxedo Mask, by the way, Tuxedo Mask's crystal has changed. <laughs> they've, 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 they've cut it a little bit. They've made it into a crystal. Yeah, it used to, <laughs> they're like, hey, it used to be Bobby. Like he should be imprisoned in crystals. This guy looks like that's a thing that happens to him on a fairly regular basis. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the animators were just like, it's it's tuxedo mask in a crisp in glass. And one group said, I got it. And they were like, well, do you want the reference? And they were like, no, I got it. Because, yeah, he used to be blobby. Now he's all uh, cut crystal. And she's going to smash him to pieces. Uh, Kairi Knight's going to smash him to pieces if Usagi uh, doesn't do what she says. I, now, again, what is... Are you about to ask what we could possibly lose if she smashes him to pieces? Because I have thought <sighs> the same thing. Like, I thought, like, well, let's <laughs> no. see. What, what's the downside the here? The love of Usagi's life. She would be down in the dumps forever. Um, no, I was asking why, again, why would, did we change the venue to Tokyo Tower? But okay. Because then the same stuff happens that would have happened anyway. So Tenashenta shows up and flexes and the tattoo appears and heart beam. And Usaki's pure heart comes out and it is strobe light shining. It's so bright. You know, it's you know, it's a good one. You know, it's such it's a good gotta one. It's got to have a talisman in it. Yeah, it's such a pure heart. It's the purest heart they've ever seen. But before they can examine it to make sure it's a talisman, which I think we all know it is at this point. It's going to be. Of course. Obviously, it's going to be a talisman. Something happens that involves rose petals, but is not the usual thing that happens that involves rose petals. It couldn't be Tuxedo Mask. He's frozen in a crystal. It's Hurricane Michiru. And I don't know why there are rose petals. Catherine, do you know why there are rose petals? I no, I can't help you. The only explanation I have is the rose petals are the the petals from the roses that appear around their faces whenever somebody looks at them because they fall in love with them. Oh, true. Or Haruka is now replacing Darian because at the end of this episode, unfortunately, shatters. Oh, no! <laughs> Haruka and Mishiru snatch Yusaki's heart that is so bright and is so beautiful and obviously is a talisman. Oh, it's not a talisman. I think when I originally saw this episode, I thought they were lying. You thought they were lying? I thought they were too. Yeah, like in my youth. Because like, I don't know, she kind of hesitates. And I was like, she's lying? Because they had that huge buildup of like, would you sacrifice one person for the lives of many? And then I was like, just reading way too much into it. And I was like, they're lying. Just a talisman. But uh, no. I mean, no. maybe. Yeah, I honestly thought when when this scene started, I thought it was gonna be like, oh, it's it's this pure heart. Oh, it's not a talisman. I guess we can just put it back. 
And that, that was going to mm-hmm. be like that was going to be like the the turn, but like Haruka was going to decide that it's not worth it to kill someone because she's never actually been faced with that before. So I I I'm in the same boat with you, Catherine. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's the thing about that. You're saying she's never been faced with that before. Yes and no. She's never been faced with it being someone she cared about before. But there have been other episodes where she does not give a flying fuck if that heart goes back into that <laughs> but chest. They've never been talismans. She's just like, that's not it. Drop. She's never like, oh, had to be, like yes, she's yeah. never had to worry about whether or not she needs to keep it. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and about. be gentle with it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. She just doesn't give a shit if the person dies, usually. <laughs> yeah, like, but I mean, usually there's also someone there to take care of it. Unless there's, as we have theorized, unless there's like so many times that just didn't make it onto the show where the Sailor Scouts didn't show up. And so they're just like, yeah. just like this heart's trash and throw it on the concrete and that dude dies. Yeah. Do we believe that the first episode where the Sailor Scouts met them was the first time they ever did this? Because I don't know about that. There's an episode in the future where they kind of, like, go through their backstory. Uh-huh. And I, like, I can't remember. But, like, their whole mission, I feel like, from the point of them, like, realizing that they're Sailor Scouts has been this one, I'm pretty sure, question mark. But I think they go into it. Okay. I can't wait to find out then. No spoilers. So, there, everybody present. Because, by the way, um, Haruka is not just, or, or rather, Sailor <clears throat> Uranus is not just like, oh, this isn't one. She's like... This is not a talisman. And so the whole room, including Kyori Knight, is like, what? That's impossible. It's so fucking bright. How could it not be a talisman? People are flipping their shit. And they're like, no, it isn't. It's, it's very bright because it's the best heart in the entire world. She's just super, super nice. But that has nothing to do with talismans. This was all for nothing. We're putting it back in her. Don't worry about it. Game over. Episode done. Forget it. Yeah. So now that... uh that's decided. Everybody can just go home and be safe, right? Well, not quite. Because Carrie Knight's like, all right, fine. She doesn't have a talisman. Fair enough. No problem. We're still going to kill the shit out of her because she's Sailor Moon. <gasps> exactly. Because uh, what is that? What do you think? What do you think is running through uh, Uranus and, and Neptune's head at this point? I mean, how? How does this escape them for so long? <laughs> It's magical. There's magical appearance changes. No, absolutely. But like in the manga, obviously this whole talisman search doesn't happen, but like Usagi figures it out and I'm actually so proud of her because it's like the first time I was like, wow, you did it. But she like figures out within like a chapter that it's them. (laughs) And so like watching this is like painful. I'm just like, get to it, please. It's, there is magic. Yes. I believe in the magic. It's either already happened or it happens later in this episode that Haruka says to Michiru, you know who Sailor Moon reminds me of? Is that Bunhead? Yeah. <laughs> like, which is like, how, how much magic is there is the question. Wait, it must be in a previous episode, right? I think it, no, it was in this one. Yeah, I think it's in this one. But they just told her. I'm super confused because she just found out that she's Sailor Moon. Oh, yeah, Moon. but she doesn't find out. She's about to find out that she's not Sailor Moon, though, Jordan. Oh, right. Is that's the thing. Right. No, you're right. You're right. Because no right. sooner has Kayla and I been like, yeah, that's Sailor Moon, so we're still going to kill her. And by the way, I love that all the good guys' plans in this episode are to remove Kayla Knight's need to kill Usagi. 
Like, no, don't worry about her heart. It's a it's a trash heart. It's fine. It can go back into her chest. Also, she's not Sailor Moon. You don't need to kill her. Like, that's gonna like Kale and I at this point clearly doesn't care. Kale and I would just kill her regardless. But why waste the energy? But she's but she hears someone say, That's not Sailor Moon. And it is Sailor Moon saying it. <gasps> not only do you chase after an innocent girl's pure heart, but you mistake her for me. And then she does the hand motions that only Sailor Moon does. That only Sailor Moon does. In the name of the moon, she will punish her. And that brings us to... The Act Break. That's right. It's the Act Break. So we're going to do some of your listener questions from Twitter. That's right. Normally, this would be where we would thank... Uh, our newest Patreon backers, the people who have gone to patreon.com slash sailorbusiness and kicked in as little as a dollar every month to help us out and keep the show going and help us do some new stuff for the show, like bonus episodes and get some enamel pins made for, for our listeners. But uh, amazingly, no one managed to time it this week. <laughs> yeah, no, no, nobody, nobody did the clever thing of... of, of patreoning us right as we were recording. i did get one i did get one at the start of our first episode but oh. since we haven't run off the patreon backers that that got in last week's uh so if you do want to become a backer if you do want to support the show monetarily uh that would be amazing of you you can go to patreon.com slash sailor business uh and that will support both sailor business and xena warrior business the sister podcast that i do with uh ali stock uh but yes now is the time where we answer some twitter questions Catherine, are you ready for Twitter questions? I am so ready. All right, let's do this then. I've got a whole bunch. Uh, Stephanie Moore wants to know, Chris, you always have a lot of opinions on the fashion in the show. Do you have some background there? None at all. <laughs> no, I just... You just like girls' clothes. Yeah, I just like, I just like character designs. And I like... I like One of the things that I really love about um, Sailor Moon, and, and I think you get this a lot in, in anime in general is that they're not just wearing the same outfits all the time. You know, they they don't they don't just have the closet full of of the same shirt. Like they have different stuff that they wear. And with Sailor Moon being so influenced by high fashion, like I mean, we talked about the Spectre Sisters and how their designs came about. Like I think it would be silly to not talk about it. But no, I don't have any actual knowledge of or background in in fashion or honestly in character design other than being you know, working in comics. Catherine, do you have any uh, fashion uh, background? Uh, no, but I do have character design background. Um, That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, but uh, no, the outfits are definitely one of the best parts. I don't know. I love when the costumes change too, and I actually love in the show when you talk about them because I'm like, oh, that's so cute. Although I usually think every outfit is great. If that speaks anything about how I dress. <laughs> All of them? I mean, there's some I bad mean, ones out okay. there. Minus anything Darian wears. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like uh, I feel like Makoto has some terrible clothes once in a while. I mean, like I feel like those clothes are coming back. Like they've got the style. Maybe not the like the color coordination, but I'm sure if you like went out on the streets or like I don't I can't even think of any store names right now. But they have like the exact same clothing out right now. The '90s are back, and it's beautiful. <laughs> they. They they do. Everybody's got a couple bad ones. Like like we talked about uh, Ami's outfit from a, a a few weeks ago, where she had like a poofy sleeved blouse 
with a cameo at the neck and then like shorts and hiking boots like Timberlands. Yeah. Not good. And, and honestly, I hate Ray's pink know. overalls too. I'd be all over those. <laughs> I'd see those in a store and be like, well, I guess these are mine now. <laughs> well, there you go. I have no background, so. Here's a fun question. Uh, I think kind of an easy one, but a fun one. Hey, James wants to know, in each of the couples in Sailor Moon, which is the dog and which is the cat? So this is this goes back to a a thing I said that in every couple there's a dog and there's a cat. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's pretty clear. Darian is the is the cat. Usagi's the dog. Mm-hmm. Oh no! In in uh, in Mars and Venus, Mars is Firewood. the yes. In Firewood, <laughs> Mars is the cat, yeah. and, and Venus is the dog. Yeah. I don't know about Cookbook. Really That's tough. a little tricky. Ooh. Haruka is the dog and Mishiro is the is the cat. Really? I think Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. You think oh, so? Yeah. There there's a uh, there's a line in the like in the very last season that is like so good. Well, go and ahead. I don't want to you spoil it for you. I well, okay, I don't know. There's like a actually no, this kind of I feel like this might go against what I'm saying. But Mishiro is like helping Haruka like off a building because she's fallen and uh she basically tells her like oh you've been like eating too much because <laughs> she was heavy or whatever but then uh Rook is like i don't <laughs> actually no see this is not a good example never mind i take back what i said <laughs> okay i have another example though. um later uh i don't know like we have a lot of haruka like kind of going around seeming like really seductive to like Yusagi and stuff like that, but Mishiro mm-hmm. really does that to the the Sailor Stars. Okay, and like the, like she's like she's like in a room and she'll she asks one of them to like un- help her undo her dress, and it's just like I don't know, she's very cat like to me. Yeah, I feel like I feel like uh, I mean Haruka is she's she's definitely like the dominant person in the relationship in the sense that like well she's the one who says let's do this, let's do that, let's do this, let's do that, and Mishiro is always like yes, sure, whatever. But I don't think but. But Mishiro is not doesn't like yip after her like a dog. She's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm like, I, she's like a cool cat, and Haruka's just like a tough guy dog. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Well, and there's also like these just these little parts where like she drags Haruka away. I don't know. I just feel like Haruka, like especially in the later part of the seasons, like really like weighs on her handed foot. What do you think, Chris? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Here, here's my question. Please. Who Luna and Artemis? Who's the dog and who's the cat? Luna I mean, is the cat. Yeah, Luna's super the cat. But Artemis is also a cat. Ha ha ha. We gotta answer Cookbook. We can't we can't let Cookbook not be part of this. I think Amy is the cat. Yeah, I think I I think I would go with I that. think Ami is the cat, yeah. Okay. Alright, we solved it. Back the case. <laughs> Riley the Cranky wants to know. Didn't Memoru <laughs> brainwash Matoki into believing that he was his best friend or something back in the day? <laughs> I don't know where that comes from. I don't remember that. Anybody have any thoughts or information on this? Uh, I got I got nothing on this one. Okay, me neither. Sorry, sorry, Riley. We have no idea what you're talking about. If you've got more info, shoot it our way. Jedi wants to know. Doctor Tomoe's whole plan is based around getting some mythical object, but where is his business plan? <laughs> well, look, he's got like he's got a lab Science. assistant. He's got some. He's got some yeah. property. He's got. Oh. He's got multiple offices, as we're gonna see. I think he's. I think he's doing pretty well for himself. No, he has a whole school. Does he? Oh. Sorry, I know that was a spoiler, but 
It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Spoilers. I mean, you have one episode till it gets into it. Hmm. 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 Yeah, we're getting to new stuff. Uh, Stephen Bush wants to know which Sailor Scout is the Fujoshi of the group. Uh, oh, it's 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 Mars. It's very obviously Mars. Yes, that's what I thought as well. Um, I did. I did. When we got this question, I did have to look up what that meant. So for the purpose of uh, any listeners who don't know, it's uh, uh, fangirls of uh, Boy Love comic. Yeah, manga and stuff. Yaoi, yaoi fangirls. Um, yeah, it's yes. really. Who did you say? Ray? Mars. Really? And not Venus? You think Venus? See, I don't know. We've seen, like, we've only ever seen Minako read manga about herself. <laughs> but we've, we have seen Mars's manga collection, and it's, it's Mars. It's, I am not, I am not begging down on this point. It's absolutely Mars. I, I can't remember. Is it, has it already happened where they go to an X-rated film? What? what? Wait, <laughs> Venus, they, she, they're like, oh, they're going to a movie. And it's like called like it's like XX like and then she and then Artemis is like what and she like shoves him in her bag. Oh no, that happened. Yeah, we didn't think it was a porn though. Oh, it was like it was like triple X. It was like it was like a romance, but like was it triple X starring Vin Diesel? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Also, wouldn't put that past her because that's not that you don't you don't have to be a Fujoshi to be. It was State of the Union. I, yeah, I remember that happening where they went to a movie because I remember Luna like wanted to go see a movie about a cat detective or something in the in the American dub. And they were like, that sounds stupid. And there was all this weird stuff. I definitely remember us watching that episode. No, I'm doubting myself, but I'm almost 100 percent certain that this happened. And we also just recently saw an, an episode where Mars had uh, a cross-dressing comic um, or not comic magazine. Remember? I don't know, man. I'm sticking to my guns here. I mean, like, I'm sure they share. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. I mean, look, look, it's like, in all honesty, it's all of them. But it's it's definitely Mars. But, like, Venus is so, like, I'm pretty sure she, like, gets the nosebleeds, like, does all the, like, the, like, typical, like, garbage that you see. All right. And then last thing. Let's do, let's do one more. Yeah. If the scouts ever, uh, this is from Tim Spencer. If the scouts ever went against a giant monster, would Luna be able to poop out giant robots and what would they look like? <laughs> uh, I I would love to see that. <laughs> I would love, like I'd love to see like a super sentai like monster growth sequence and then they like go around a corner and Luna's just like laying on the ground exhausted. She's like, yeah, they're over there. I there, just go. Don't ask, just go. <laughs> So if the, if the, I mean, don't they all have to be like animals? They don't necessarily have to be animals. If the scouts were going to, no, okay. I was going to, I was going to say if they were going to like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Drift. Who would they drift with? But I think you guys already would tell me. They would drift Bathbook and Firewood, so it's fine. Well, yeah. The weird thing is that Usagi wouldn't have anybody to drift with, which is a real shame. (laughs) All right. So that is that for our listener question segment of the week. Uh, What do you say we get back to the episode? That sounds great. So yeah, when we left off, Sailor Moon (laughs) had just arrived to save Usagi. What? How can that be? (laughs) 
Usagi's Kingdom is secretly Sailor Moon, the pretty guardian of love and justice. This is like some some classic uh, Silver Age Superman shit. It very much is. And guess what? I'm what? fucking into it. Yeah. <laughs> so finally, we go back and we get a pan up from the ground reveal of Minako as a bootleg ass <laughs> Sailor Moon. It's so good. The bow on the back of her skirt is the wrong color. She's covered in glitter. <laughs> She's got her hair done up in Odongos, but her hair isn't as long as Usagi's, so they just kind of come out and like they're like Hartley Quinn ears. I guess those aren't ears. They're 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 pigtails. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean like in her original costume. They're like you know what I'm talking about. The little puffles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I see. Yeah. So she's got like these big Harley Quinn pigtails that are all curled. And then it cuts to Usagi, and Usagi is silently screaming, and it's fucking amazing. What I love about the costume though, like how it's like just slightly off, it it's just like exactly how like when Usagi would be like, oh, turn me into like a pilot or whatever, and it would just be like a little weird. Like it just like it never made sense really her costume. Like right. how they dressed her, and I just love if that was a gag for the entire thing that it would just be like a little bit off. Well, we're gonna find out at the like Minako is good. Like this, it's Minako. Uh, I don't know if I said that, but it's oh, Minako. Um, we're gonna find out at the end of the episode that uh, Minako says, "Yeah, I borrowed the disguise pin so that I could get it right." And I'm like, "Well, no, this just looks like you put on an outfit over your outfit." <laughs> Like, this does not look like there was a magic disguise pin involved. This looks so very clearly like a bootleg Sailor Moon action figure. This is like Space Moon Fighter. Uh, what, what is that? What is that one that we saw? A uh, Planet Girl. This is Planet Girl. Planet Girl. Planet Girl. Yeah. Oh, it's so oh, good. Chris, I've got some bad news. Yes. According to the internet, this is the last use of the disguise pin. Oh. Yeah. Oh it goes no! Out with I the love bang, the disguise though. pin. Yeah, this is the last time. And it hasn't been used in, like, 50 episodes. Oh, yeah. And this is the last time. Ever. It's finally coming back. And I also like that it's, like, originally hers also. Because she had it in Sailor V. Oh, that's right. She did. I just I just love that, like, it's going to be revealed. Like, no, no, no. This is magic. This is exactly <laughs> what you look like. <laughs> it's so wrong. And, and Minako almost immediately fucks up the plan. <laughs> yeah, because Kaori Knight goes... She thought something looks a little wrong. And Mina goes, you've got a problem with my perfect disguise? <laughs> yeah. And and immediately, like, all the other scouts are, like, covering her mouth and being like, no, 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 what she, what she meant is that she's real. And and Emily comes <laughs> up, she's like, yeah, she's, like, super real. And even the cats are holding up a sign that says, she's real. <laughs> Which is, um, like, this episode gets so amazing. And they go, okay, well, if it's you're Taylor great. Moon, who's that? And Mina goes, like, I don't know. She's just one of my fans, probably. And then Ray, Ray Hino, which, look, I know that at the start of this show, we were really down on Ray. We were maybe even a little unnecessarily harsh on Ray, but dude, she's gotten better. She's gotten a lot better. But Ray Hino immediately jumps on this opportunity and just like slides into frame and goes, she's too much of a clutch of the crime to be a Sailor Guardian. <laughs> Like, you can tell she has been, like, she's drawn amazingly. She's so happy about it. Like, just so happy to be saying it. That's because she was so nice earlier. She's just built up all this rage to throw on her. 
It's very good. It's very, very good. Whereas Mina says, you have to be smart and good looking like me to be a Sailor Scout. Yeah. And then we come back to Usagi, who is turning bright red and like just vibrating in place. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's pretty amazing. It's great. It's great. And then Haruka, Haruka goes, this has been quite a farce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which is fantastic. So they go to leave. Uh, but then Kaolinite uses her super telepathy earthquake powers. Yeah. To get yeah. some glass Just, ready. Yeah. For later. Uh-huh. To chow down on. <laughs> God. So she, yeah, she smashes all the windows and tears open the roof with power we've never seen before. Like, what? Why, why didn't you just use this on the Sailor Scouts? You could just be smashing them to bits, apparently, anytime you want to. But you don't. And she also throws down the transformation brooch in disgust. And it slides across the floor right over to Sailor... Right over to Usagi, I should say. Not to Sailor Moon, who's in the lineup with the other Sailor Scouts with her wrong color choker. So, uh, Kayla Knight goes off to fight Haruka and Mich or, uh, uh, Neptune and Uranus. While Senesienta stays behind to fight the other four Sailor Scouts and one definitely not Sailor Scout girl. And uh, Sailor Moon does her patented uh, Sailor Kick. <laughs> yep. That she always does. Sounds right to me. I love this part. <laughs> it's pretty great. It's so good. It's so good. I love I love the Sailor Kick. The Sailor Kick is great. The, she breaks off uh, Senesienta's hand and Senesienta <laughs> pulls out her warranty like, this episode goes full-on fucking Looney Tunes for, like, a good ten minutes. Does she even get to glue it back on? No. Then Oh, then she does the the moon love chain? Yes. Uh, she, does, she says, it's my love me moon chain. And in the... And I gotta say, I know I've been talking a lot about how good the, the Viz dub is. And really, you... You need to get these DVDs because uh, the cast is phenomenal. But Sailor Venus is uh, Shirami Lee, and she does such a good job here. Like in in the the Viz dub, she she jumps up and she go, she calls her attack Moon Moony Love Me Moon Chain. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Which I love it. I love it. Cause she's like she's, she's like yeah I'm Sailor Moon this is the Moon Moon love me day Moon attack, <laughs> but she's still like getting her getting her stuff in it's great I love it. So then Usagi transforms again in front of the monster, and the monster's like, wait you were Sailor Moon? <laughs> uh, and the answer is of course yes yes naturally the real deal the real deal's the best. So uh, now all the Sailor Scouts are, well, the inner senshi are together to unite against this monster and hopefully save Tuxedo Mask, who, by my calculations, has not had air in about 15 minutes. Oh, longer than that. She had to get all the way to Tokyo Tower. Yeah, but there was no traffic. <laughs> well, if we're assuming the events of the show happen in real time. No, it, she drove across town. Yeah, but there's no traffic. Well, that's true. There was literally no traffic. There's never any traffic in Tokyo. Oh, also, you, like, this show can be ridiculous sometimes. Oh, what? Because you know how, like, I, I know I'm shocking everybody. Because, like, every other episode of the show, every other episode of this season, Sailor Moon transforms into Sailor Moon and then dicks around for 10 minutes. And then somebody goes, Sailor Moon, kill the monster. 
And she's like, oh, yeah. And she kills the monster. <laughs> this one time she goes, I'm going to transform. Transform. I'm Sailor Moon. Dead. Well, <laughs> Darian's in trouble, man. She's got bigger That's fish true. to fry. That's true. There's also a really cool bit where she's, when she's giving her uh, speech, in which she refers to herself as, uh, I am the trendy and cool, beautiful guardian in a sailor suit. She gets two backgrounds uh, that say the original, the real deal. And then when she's giving her uh, in the name of the moon, I will punish you pose behind her. It says we'd have it no other way. <laughs> so it's a very, like, I love, I, I love the idea that, you know, the show itself is being like, yeah, Usagi, she's great. And as she murders the monster, the monster call, yells out, you liar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, and then she gets heart attacked. Well, I'm glad I'm glad we got such a silly episode with so many silly things going on. So just just some goofy, lighthearted fun here at the end of the episode. So I guess it's time for Sailor Business says. Wait, wait, wait. Well, first, another nice thing happens. Memoro's just fine. Don't worry. Yeah, about he's him. fine. Don't worry about him. The monster dies and the glass just goes away and he's fine. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really make a ton of sense, but. Then the episode's over for real. Yeah, it's we're done. Oh no, wait! It says there's a problem with my DVD here. It says there's ten minutes, like nine minutes left in the episode. That's weird. Oh right. You know what? Like I think, uh, I think Uranus and Neptune have just been standing around, <laughs> staring at Kaoli Night for no reason for like ten minutes. Uh, so yeah, Kaoli Night gets a weird like green flash where she senses. That Cenicienta has been defeated, uh, so now she knows right. that uh, that 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 it's up. So she she's thing the plan is going south on her. <gasps> so then Uranus attacks her, but dude, somehow Carrie Knight hurts Uranus's cuff of her shoulder. Right, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so good because it's By like blocking. <laughs> It's like in a samurai movie when, like, they, you know, like someone will, like, cut the tree and then it'll, like, it's standing and then it'll slowly, like, slide down at an angle. Except it's, like, the little, like, like ridge on her shoulders. Like, what, like, she lands after this, like, midair conflict with Kayla Knight and then it just slowly slides off her shoulder. But she doesn't even have a weapon <laughs> at this point. Oh, Kayla Knight also blows up the Tokyo Tower. That's, that's why yeah, she that's brought true. them there. She had pre she, just, she pre-planned. She set up the bombs and she made them all go there. Ridiculous. So Usagi, Sailor Moon, is like, hey, we gotta go save Neptune and Uranus. And <laughs> Venus, Mars, and Jupiter go, yeah, no, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> they are assholes. We're out of here. I mean, well, because like that's the thing. Usagi then goes. They we have to. They saved me, and it's like, uh, <laughs> they kind of saved you a little after they specifically didn't save you a lot. Yeah, like you think Jupiter would be like, <laughs> "Hey, they didn't save me." <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not petty. And then Usagi, with tears streaming down her face, goes, "Okay, <laughs> let's go save their lives." But first, please change out of your disguise. It's freaking me out. I love this because I can't imagine how weird it would be to have a friend who basically looks like me 
that then dresses in my very distinct clothes. It's great. It would be pretty amazing. Yeah. And it's so upsetting for Usagi. Next time uh, you go to a convention with Chad, just have him dress in your clothes. Oh, yeah. Like, whenever I go to a convention, there's like a thousand dudes who look exactly like me. There you go. Oh, really? There you go. There's, there's some heavy set white dudes at this comic book convention. <laughs> <laughs> so now we get uh, Kaori using her Medusa hair, hardcore, attacking Uranus and Neptune with her red hair as a weapon. Yeah. We, it, I love that it takes the form of like a weird wipe. Like we cut from yeah. scene to scene with, with uh, her hair. But like, oh, yeah. this this is the, the hair stuff. Kind of, like, I know we've seen it before, but it kind of shows up out of nowhere, right? Like, it's never really mentioned. No, they, they we don't address it. Uh, uh, why does she? Yeah, no, I have no idea why. And again, it's not like it's her thing. You know what I mean? It's not like everything she does is her hair. It's just once in a while, it's like here's a little hair, here's a little hair thing. Yeah. Uh, but now it's like we're getting a, we're getting some big some big hair things now. Also, we get a great speech. The speech is so great. Catherine, do, do you want to do you want to do the honors on this one? I'm saying the speech. Yes, please. Okay. Um, I won't allow you to blow up the tower that sends happy, fun TV TV programs to living rooms all over the country. In the name of the viewers, we punish you. Yeah. When we were Beautiful. watching this, when she said, "In the name of the viewers, we will punish you," I looked over at it and went, "That's us. We're the viewers." <laughs> She's doing it for us. She's on our side. This episode's so great. Then they go, we've got your number, Kaori Knight. What are you going to do? Run away like you always do, you fucking loser? (laughs) And she's like, no. Hey, guess what? Shoes come in pairs. And pulls out the other glass slipper. And then she pulls out. What is it? It's it's like concentrated daemon essence. Yes, yeah. let's say. She gives herself all the powers of the the Senescienta daemon. So she's got the sword, and she can, sp- can vomit glass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, again, like a nice villain, she allows them to have a, a moment <laughs> without attacking. So they can have... <laughs> so Sailor Moon can run up to Uranus and be like, you're injured. Yeah. And so Usagi... Or- Sailor Moon. I need to use her proper name when she's a superhero. She's like, she's like, hey, Uranus, Neptune, you get out of here. We'll take care of her. And her is like, or Uranus is like, yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> Sacrifice yourselves. Bye. Later. Peace out. Deuces. And, and the only reason they don't leave is that now also apparently uh, Kaelinite has the power to project force fields. Kaelinite gets like 18 superpowers in this episode. It's yeah. bananas. Yeah, it's pretty stupid, but what are you going to (laughs) do? So now they have nowhere to run, so uh, are they ready to die? No, obviously not. They're going to burning Mandala, and they're going to, you know, shoot lightning. What's her her move? Uh, Supreme Supreme Thunder. But it does nothing. Why? Because, again, I don't know. (laughs) It just doesn't. Don't worry about it. No reason for it to do nothing. Bracelets. Yeah, bracelets. She's holding her bracelet up. So then yeah. Venus says, scatter. And Mercury goes, no, don't. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and then uh, Mercury says, the only thing that can win is a sailor planet attack. And everybody goes, oh, right. The superpower that we always forget we have. 
But then Tuxedo Mask goes, I'm tired of just standing around while these girls save me. I'm going to fight too. And he gets, gets to have his sword fight action again so that the scouts can have the time to do the planet power. Yeah, this, this episode, so far off the rails at this point. It's great. It's off the rails like Toten. Oh, by the way, and then she does vomit glass on Tuxedo Mask again, and he almost gets frozen in glass again. <laughs> yeah, like, you'd think if there was one thing Tuxedo Mask would be really worried about, it would be like shards of things flying at him. Yep, he gets impaled a lot. More than most. <laughs> More than once, which is the number of times most people can be impaled. <laughs> most of us have the capacity to have that happen one time. Not old uh, Memory Chiba. Not old Darien Shields. So they they do uh, Sailor Planet Power, which, in case you forget, is basically just jazz hands. Uh, very destructive jazz yeah. hands. And that... Uh, that totally kill, kills her and then it's over. Nope! Nope. What? We're not over yet. That's their most powerful attack. I know, Jordan. I know. Well, what could it possibly be? Well, I'll tell you, I'm sure having survived their most powerful attack, there's going to be some real sensible way that she gets killed that is clearly understandable and that we will make sense of, right? Mm, not yeah. so much. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? You, yeah? You understood what happened and why? I mean, how embarrassing for them. Here's <laughs> our strongest attack, and Sailor Uranus just one-shots her. <laughs> why? Why does this work? So, okay, here's what happens physically, for those of you who are just listening. Carrie Knight is vomiting glass at the Sailor Scouts, and Uranus just goes, I'm going to throw my world shaking right down the center like a bowling ball. It's going to be a no problem. It goes through all the vomited glass. Sends it backwards. Yeah, hits Kaori <laughs> in the stomach. And then for some reason, all the vomited glass goes, I'm going to follow that thing back to home base. And Maybe then it encases her in glass. Why? Why? What? Why? And then she falls off the Tokyo Tower and there's like a little lens flare. And Kaolinite's dead? Yes. So that's it. R.I.P. That's R.I.P. in pieces, Kaolinite. <laughs> yeah. Literally in shattered pieces. Yeah. Um, hey, it's like really weird that the sailor Senshi end this battle by turning a person to glass and throwing them off a building and then she shatters into a million pieces and dies. I just want to point out that that's really weird. Yeah, there's a lot of frozen blood at the foot of Tokyo Tower right I mean, now. that's like, that's not as weird in the context of the Sailor Moon manga where Jupiter makes her debut by like burning Nephrite to death with lightning. But it's still pretty weird. <sighs> so this is the part you were talking about. As uh, Uranus and Neptune are sneaking away, Uranus says to Neptune, it's funny, uh, Sailor Moon does look like Bunhead, doesn't yeah. she? Gazes up into the moon. <laughs> but obviously isn't, because we both saw them there. Hey, wh where did Bunhead go anyway? Yeah, well, she's Remember that dead. part where like, I hope like, there was no Sailor Venus? From when the uh, Tokyo Tower exploded around her. Right, right. Because, like, there were four Sailor Scouts there and Bunhead, and then Bunhead was gone and there were five Sailor Scouts. Maybe Bunhead is Sailor Venus. Ooh. So then Memoru has to apologize for losing her present. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Memoru's got to be like, hey, how about, how about, like, a teddy bear next time? How about, like, like something soft? 
How about like, like maybe like, like, uh, like a pillow? What if, what if we get you a nice pillow for your birthday next year? So, so that I can be encased in pillows, which actually sounds very pleasant. So you get suffocated? More like giving her like nothing. Just like a date. Oof. I don't know like about nothing. weaponized nothing. <laughs> I, I, my favorite line of the episode that I wrote down. If you're going to flirt, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> It's what Ray says, because uh, yeah, because Usagi and Memorial are sitting outside of the in in at the at the shrine flirting, and the others are inside studying. Yeah, uh, so that's the end of the episode. We ended there, right? Uh, well, not quite, because you remember that time when when a villain died and another villain could sense that they died. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like we're going to continue on that theme because now Professor Tomo is getting a phone call. From who? Great question. Saying Kaori Knight is dead. How does this person know that she's dead? Great question. Don't have an answer. But he would like her to take Kaori's place. You're the only one I can count on, you dial. And this is great because she's getting a promotion because it looks like she's uh, sitting in like at an office desk, like doing computer yep. work in the dark in a room full of pipes. Yep. Like, she's in, like, the Windows 95 screensaver, <laughs> like, trying to get some typing done in a room that does not have lights. So she's been, just been promoted to lab assistant, and we will find out more about Udial in the future. What an episode. That's the end. That's the end. Great episode. <laughs> but now it is time for us to talk about what we learned from it. Uh, it's time for Sailor Business Says. And Catherine, we will start with you. What did you learn from this episode of Sailor Moon? I learned that Sailor Venus is the ultimate Sailor Moon. No, did you say the ultimate better. or alternate? <laughs> <laughs> ultimate. Ultimate. The best version of Sailor Moon. Uh, Jordan, what did you learn? I learned that apparently what uh, Japanese people think the Tokyo Tower is good for is delivering TV shows. That's, that's what it does. <laughs> Yeah, well, I it's not just it's 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 clearly a recreation of the Eiffel Tower. You would think it was a tourist attraction of some sort, but it's a functional broadcast tower. That's what its actual purpose is. All right, well, good. Yeah, I mean, look, you actually learned something. He learned it. (laughs) Oh my god, we're a hundred and two episodes into this. We actually learned something in Sailor Business Sense. How about you, Chris? I learned that there's a very good reason that no one can tell Usagi's Kino is actually Sailor Moon, because apparently what magic makes her look like is something completely different from the way she actually looks. <laughs> so that does it uh-huh. for episode 102. Uh, final thoughts on the episode. Now, Catherine, you chose this one and you said that you mainly chose these two because you wanted to do this one. And with Venus being your favorite scout, I can absolutely see why. This is the best Venus moment we have gotten on the show. Yes. Yeah, no, definitely. And like, I feel like this is like the first time you really see like a reflection of how she is in the manga, where it's kind of like she's the leader of the the inner senshi. They did it in a fun way, even though it's not necessarily what would happen in the verbatim for the manga. But I really, I don't know, just it's fun and I mean lighthearted, even though they murdered someone. But yeah, it's, it's definitely a fave. Were you a a fan of uh, Kaolinite as well? Because I I see her as being 
very much in the vein of of uh, Esmeralda. Esmeralda. Who, yeah. but like, no, better. <laughs> like, honestly, better than Esmeralda. I'm sorry. Really? I don't know. I find her fairly forgettable. Really? That's surprising. Not that, like, like she's obviously a great character, but like, you haven't watched the next bit. That's true. Um, so you might see why I think that. Yeah, I like like <laughs> Aiden went ahead and like like read up on the uh, the what are, the witches five. Mm-hmm. So I don't know mm-hmm. anything about them other than that they are the witches five and that Udael is the first one. But I'm pretty excited to get to them. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, I absolutely see Kayla Knight as like like she doesn't have the personality that Esmeralda has. Like Esmeralda has so much personality mm-hmm. in in her. You know what what are way fewer and way less consequential appearances than I always remember when I think about her. But, like, she gets so fun in these last two episodes where she just, like, she's like, oh, yeah, fuck it. I can teleport. My hair is magic. I get monster powers. I have telepathy. I can fly. Like, she starts busting out all kinds of superpowers, and it's really, really fun to see her get to do that as her as her last appearance. I also want to just take back what I said because I just remembered something that also happens later and I keep forgetting where we are in the story. So I take back my statement about how she's forgettable. <laughs> does, she, does she come back? Even though, even though, even though I forgot about stuff, which is interesting. Anyway, but uh, no, I just forgot about something that happens later and uh, that's all I'm going to say. Excellent. <laughs> Sorry. All right, Jordan, any any thoughts from you on the episode? I think I think this is a great one. This is absolutely worth watching if you're yeah, the kind of person who doesn't watch every episode. I feel like you could maybe even skip the the first half of Birthday Blues and go straight to this. Yeah, I mean, it was super fun. Uh so yeah, I I uh, I like this one a lot. Yeah, I I think this one makes up for uh, everybody being assholes in the first one. <laughs> I mean, they're still kind of assholes. I mean, yeah, but they're but they're you know they're not they're, they're not eating a birthday cake in this episode. But there's some fun fun stuff going on. Uh, but yeah, I think that actually does it for uh, Sailor Moon episode 102. Before we let you go, Catherine, do you have anything else you'd like to talk about? No, I'm good, thank you. All right, then where can everybody find you online? I can be found on Instagram at Catherine Dubs. And as well on Tumblr, it's uh, Catherine Dash Dubs and Rub Dash Dash Dub <laughs> at Tumblr as well. That's Dub with two Bs. Yes, sorry, two Bs. Uh, well, I hope everyone goes to check out your stuff. I love your art and the stuff that you've drawn for uh, Sailor Business. Uh, so I, I am so glad that we got to have you on the show. You've been absolutely delightful. Well, thank you. Please, please come back. Oh, and and before we let you go, we never asked you what you think of the miracle romance. Which one? <laughs> the real one. Oh, cookbook. I literally have to be spoon fed like ships. And so if it hadn't been, <laughs> if it hadn't been for like you bringing it up so frequently, I probably wouldn't have been as invested into it. But my miracle romance is definitely... Haruka and Mishiru. That that one only has slightly more canonical support than than Cookbook, yeah. I think. Ugh. Literally, literally spoon fed. <laughs> well look, we we're gonna get to it. I believe the, the dance episode is in S, right? So we'll 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 be getting we will yes. put it we will put it to bed finally. 
Jordan, where can everybody find us online? You can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero for an O. You can find our producer, Jake Mason, on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason, where you can hear about his other podcasts like The Morphin Grid and Pokemon World Tour and Pokemon World Tour United and The Cool Kids Table. Definitely, definitely send us Twitter questions. Send us listener questions at Sailor Business on Twitter because we need them. We are pretty much caught up. We're like, we've got maybe a couple, but not too, too many. So we need your questions. Uh, and Chris, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me online at the ISB on Twitter. That's T-H-E-I-S-B. You can find links to everything else I do at the-ISB.com. Uh, don't forget that the show is supported on Patreon, so if you want to support us with a little bit of cash money, uh, head over to patreon.com slash sailorbusiness and get some bonus content and show notes, other fun stuff uh, that I will be putting up and that we will be making for you. Uh, we are $75 away from our first milestone goal where we will be doing extra Sailor Business content that will be going on the regular feed for everybody. Uh, the mini episodes will not be Patreon exclusive, so everybody gets them. So that'll that'll help people out. Uh, you can email the show, sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. If you've got any anything that won't fit in a tweet, you can send there. Any reactions to the show, clarifications on stuff that we've talked about. If you have thoughts on any of the subjects that we've talked about in the past, from the Japanese school system to Haruka and gender identity to anything that, that you want to talk about and 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 hear us talk about on the show hit us up that's uh i check the email and i'm always forwarding stuff to jordan and uh jake and allison uh and our guests too when we get responses to them Uh so uh that does it thanks everybody i think we're probably gonna have two uh non regular timeline episodes we've got the sailor moon r movie coming up and we've got uh the cruise ship uh live sailor business panel the first ever live panel Hopefully. And, and the first ever Jordan-free episode. Boo. Yeah, I wish you were there, buddy. Skip it. What? Okay. <laughs> I said skip it. I was joking. I was joking. Now, I, I, I will point out, uh, I have not done that yet. I'm still a week away from actually recording that, so hopefully it turned out okay. But if it didn't, eh, you should have gone on the cruise. <laughs> <laughs> but once we get through those, we will be back with the next episode of Sailor Moon S. It's episode 103, The Arrival of a Small Pretty Guardian. Uh, Well, until then, keep your mind on sailor business. heart crystal or not you are keeping us from what we want and you must still be terminated serena moon face girl or shall i say sailor moon uh, what you're sailor moon she's not sailor moon and and who are you huh? you've been trying to steal the pure heart of an innocent girl you tacky tart i'm the one and only sailor moon